a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in fury. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to mere peasants. Use weapons that level entire area. Scarier than an I got in two customer service uh, kerfuffles this week. Yeah. I got in an argument. Uh, no, wait, actually, okay, let's... I only got in one argument, and that was with, with a bank. And I'm not an argumentative person. I don't want to argue. If I, my, my, Here's my theory. Here's how I operate. If I call the customer service line, my goal is to be nicer to anyone they talk to that day because then they'll take care of you. I mean, it's just sort of like, a, what is it my dad used to say? Attract more bees with honey than vinegar. But I would argue I don't want to attract bees because I'm allergic to them and EpiPen prices are through the roof. Anywho, uh, so I got into an argument with the bank, and then I was on the phone for roughly two hours with the IRS because they owe me a bunch of money. Uh, so it was uh, back-to-back days of customer service heck. I say heck because you never know who's listening. When I was, a, when I was a, a younger man with no children, I would throw, and I still do, I'll throw around mild profanity from time to time uh, in broadcasts, the ones that, that, that are, are available on the radio and you can see on TV. But now, as I'm, as I'm a dad, I won't even say S-T-U-P-I-D too much on the radio because my daughter, who's seven, is in the car listening, and then she'll say, Dad, we're not supposed to say that at home. I'm like, I don't need that. And when I'm watching football and there's like Viagra commercials on and like action movie commercials, I'm now the guy that's like, uh, hey, don't do that. Anyway. You can see I'm filled with conflict right now. This week we talked to Aaron. Uh, he Hopefully he's not filled with conflict. Uh, a newlywed. He's a newlywed. Trying to get his finances, everybody on the same page. But here's the big issue. He's got a bunch of student loan debt. So we talked to him. I got something special for you in two weeks. I'm so excited. I can't tell you anything about it. But two weeks, I promise. And this one's good for you. Again, I've told you in the past, when I have a big announcement, it's usually good for me. But this is good for you. Uh, all right. Here is uh, Aaron. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> Question the right of any man. The voice his opinion as strongly as any can. But then again, many men are citizens of their own little world, so they ain't really fitting in. I'm in the background blending in. Camouflage by the scenery, but I'm a champion. Revamp the camp again. Put down the stamp again. Talk to my fans again. Welcome Aaron to the million dollar plan. Hello, Aaron. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, what what are we fixing for you today, or what are we helping you with today? Well, Peter, I uh, I just got married end of July. Wait, stand it. We got we, we got to stop. You called me Peter. You're you're either my mother, or uh, no one calls me Peter. You got to call me Pete. Pete, sorry. You you told you said Peter. You introduced yourself as Peter. It's very complicated. I have a very complicated <laughs> way. It's either Pete the Planner or Peter Dunn. But if it's not going to be a last name or the Planner, it's just Pete. Okay. All right. Or my my mom calls me Peachy Pie or Peter. And my wife calls me Peter when she's pissed. So okay. let's go with Pete. All right, perfect. Okay, so perfect. you just got married. Go ahead. Yes, I uh, got married end of July. Um, and so we are um, kind of letting the death settle on that. And we're trying to look, you know, five or ten years down the road on 
um, the best way to combine finances, um, and the best way to make sure we're both on the same page um, when it comes to retirement planning. All right. How old are you guys? Um, uh, I am 29, and she's 30. Oh, an older woman. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's the financial stress level like in your house right now, 10 being super high? What, what is it for the both of you? Um, we're probably relatively low, probably a three or a four. Um, we're in a pretty good situation where um, we own our condo outright. Whoa. Um, How'd that so, happen? Yeah. Um, being blessed, she came from a uh, very giving father and um, um, kind of bought the place for her a couple years ago. Nice. Now, you're not going to do anything dumb, like leverage it to put yourself into debt, right? No, no, no. And I learned that from you. <laughs> the uh, dumb part? And, and, <laughs> yeah. So we, and we are kind of... Ca- go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, and we're kind of casually looking at um, some bigger space. Sure. Um, um, and so I guess the there's a, a question of, do we want to try to um, keep our condo now and rent it out? Um you know, and have a passive income property over the years or just kind of cut ties with it, um, take our equity and, and move on. So I love that question. And I think we should start there. Uh, my, my views on this have changed over the years. If you happen to have caught the real estate investing episode of the million dollar plan a couple months back, uh, my guest was a real estate, uh, frankly, a mogul. And he said the best way to really get started in, in real estate is to do what you just suggested. And so I have a hard time disagreeing with him because he's rarely wrong in, in the 10 years I've known him. Uh, so I would go, I would, I would view that as you're building a real estate portfolio and your next property will be an addition to your real estate portfolio. Now, awesome. in order to pull that off though, there are, there are some ifs and buts and things. Number one, hopefully you're in a condo complex that A, allows you to do that. Mm-hmm. B, that there is a market for it and see that the condo fees are not so exorbitant that they take away any possible positive cash flow that you could have. Um, sure. Do you know answers to any of those things? Um, I know our um, HOA does allow it. Um, however, it is a certain percentage of the units, so I'd have to look into that a little further. Um, the market, I mean, we get um, we get solicitations from realtors almost weekly, Um you know, telling us if you're ready to sell or rent, you know, contact me, and I, I got clients waiting. Do you uh, um, judge them based on their picture? Yeah, you have to. I mean, way I do it. Why and else would they put it on there? Or schedule they send me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, it's like you put it. It's like based on what do you look like, and is there any sort of smoky affect on the uh, a filter? You know, like a bad Instagram filter on the photo, and, sure. then, and then it's what sports team they send you. You're exactly right. Um, and, and the fees were right under, um, I think we're right around 380 a month. Um, so, yeah, um, I mean, we live downtown, so that's actually pretty good um, from some of the other HOFs I've seen, um, some condo buildings. So, but you are, I mean, since you own it outright, you, your positive cash flow is everything other than the, the little, you're going to have some landlord insurance, and then you're going to have right. your, um, so yeah, that's a super super smart way, especially, uh, in my opinion, if you're not leveraging um, the income from that to pay for your new place. I mean, if you're leveraging the income to that to then either build more real estate portfolio or putting it away to grow it for the future. Um, so how long have you lived without a payment, though? Because this can also be a dangerous thing, Aaron. 
Um, well, so I, I, um, I am still paying rent to my wife. Um, Wait, so hold on. I still... Time out. What? <laughs> this is great. I know. It's, uh, I can't make it up, and I wish I was. Um, when, when you so pay her, does she put on like a Mr. Furley? Like, uh, well, that, now my reference is you're 29. This doesn't make sense. I was making a Three's <laughs> Company reference. This sucks immediately. Anyway, do, do you ever be like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be a little late on rent? Do you ever pull that move or no? The the, the most I got away with was when we were um, planning the wedding and paying for some of it. Um, I would uh, deduct some of those costs off of her rent i love Um, that so she's your landlord or do you ever like hey the faucet's broken and you need to take a look at that well and that's how it started out but now you know i figured if we got married kind of the rent would go away but now i'm paying rent and i'm doing the fixing so it's she's got the best of both worlds right now oh it's great it's just great (laughs) so you're paying her rent so what's she doing with the rent money well um from what i can tell is paying off her credit card debt um which is, um, I think she's only got a couple hundred dollars left. Okay. Um, and, and she stopped using it over the course of the last year. Um, so neither of us, probably in the next month or so, are not going to have any credit card debt. Um, and then I, um, I think a lot of it goes to that um, the monthly HOA fee. Can I ask a series of really uncomfortable questions? Sure. Okay. N- number one, will she listen to this podcast? Um, if I ask her to. Okay, so we, we will make that decision in a moment based on the answers to the next few questions. <laughs> All right. So um, she came from a well-heeled family, correct? Uh, yes. Uh, so do you think that impacts how she personally deals with money, good, bad, or otherwise? Yes. Do you see both the good and bad, or is it pretty darn good? Um, I see the good and the bad. Okay. Um, how long have you guys been together? Um, so we, um, we started out as purely as roommates. Uh, so we lived together for about two years, uh, without any kind of transition. And then, uh, over the course of that two years, any transition, (laughs) what is transition? (laughs) Is that that a euphemism uh, for something? <laughs> from being uh being solely roommates and friends to uh being romantic and, and oh, falling in love. Lover. All I can think of uh, is that you're like stretching on the couch. You're like, this is a really good episode of CBS's Big Brother and then you yawn and then I'm sorry. Um It's no, I mean it, it, that sadly that's how cliche it is. We I think both realized that we enjoyed coming home more to each other than what we're doing out so oh my gosh we went through all the trying to set each other up with uh, our friends and all that so we went through all the phases we're just friends we're just friends <laughs> no we're not uh, so yeah i guess the real question is let's what is she she works for a living i assume uh, she, she has a job she does. Things. um yes what sort of field is she in uh she's a teacher could her income support her lifestyle in that condo had it not been paid for no i don't think so okay i wouldn't think so either based on the condo fee frank what's the condo mm-hmm. worth 230 um i i was talking to a realtor last month and he told me somewhere between 325 and 350 oh and i'm sure he was really handsome Based on his buddy pick. from college. Oh, okay. So you never know. He doesn't have the right filter on his photo. Um, so 
here's what I'm getting at. It's possible prior to completely combining finances that, and I, I say this respectfully, honestly, she's sort of living above her knee, uh, means because she doesn't have housing expenses, right? And, and you, yeah. sure, you're a romantic interest of hers now, but at one point you were just a, able to help her afford that lifestyle. Yes. So, yeah, this is really interesting because most people move up more space. And so if you could, if the property is valued, let's just say 320, what's it really matter? Then conceivably, the next property you're looking at would be more expensive than 320? Uh, yes. What's your income? Uh, 120. $120 a year does not seem like enough to <laughs> afford. Okay, so you're a 160 household, right? I mean, more or less? Roughly, yeah, more or less. So what are you looking at, 400? Um, we're actually looking at um, the, the one we like is we might put an offer, if we do, around 475. What kind of down payment? Uh, well, that's, that gets back to the question, are we keeping our, the, the current property or are we cashing out? Um, I was kind of look, looking at more information on the home, um, home equity line yeah, yeah. Uh, to pay for it. Um, but I don't know. That's why I kind of wanted to talk to you. So, well, I'm so glad we are. You know, I think I love a good spreadsheet. I, I think you run a spreadsheet three ways, right? You run it to say, if we take a, a, down, a home equity line and then use that as a down payment and look at the financing of that, uh, then you look at, and by the way, how you're trying to play this out is 15 to 30, 15 years down the road. Like what's the impact of, uh, of, selling the condo versus keeping the condo. I got to think every way you run it, it's going to point back to keeping the condo. And if you have to take a home equity line, then do it um, to to put a down payment on the other home. But the cash flow is just too good, um, I I would think, to ignore. Okay. Uh, So so then that also affects what your payment's going to be. I mean, I assume you're going to have a 30-year mortgage... um, how how much of a down payment do you think you could put down? Like two hundred, and then finance two seventy five or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where we were. <sighs> All right, have you run those numbers yet? Because I can run them right now. Let's run them right now. No, I have not. Thirty year is probably more affordable. That doesn't make it the right thing to do, but it's probably more affordable. Uh, Thirty okay. year. That's my calculator. I go. I don't. Twelve hundred and seventy three dollars would be the principal and interest payment. At a 3.75% mortgage on $275,000 borrowed. And so with property taxes and insurance, I mean, frankly, at that dollar level of house, you're talking about $500 a month in escrow. So your payment's going to be about $1,800 a month. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, geez is right. Um, here's the thing. I'm really glad we're on the phone together. What's your fake name, Aaron? Is that what we've decided to call you? Um, because I just almost called you your real name and just outed you in front of everyone. (laughs) Um, so I'm glad you're here because you got a lot of rope to hang yourself with here. I mean, you've got such a good situation that you could very easily piss away. Right. Absolutely. Are you scared about that? Um, more excited. Um, but I'm, I'm not normal in that sense. I, I enjoy the, the unknown and um, kind of breaking down the numbers and trying to make a tough decision. Um, and, and we do have the luxury of time on our side. We're not in any rush. Um, so we have, I can take the time to kind of deliberate and, and 
you know, find a path that works out uh, best for, for us, you know, in the 15, 30-year time frame. What, uh, how is your income going to change going for, you're at 120, like, uh, yeah. I, I assume you assume it's going to go up, but what, what, that, yeah, what's it going to do? Yeah, that's the plan. Um, I mean, I, mm, I mean, I'd hope to be in the next five years, um, you know, obviously higher. I can't say it by how much, but, um, I'm in a pretty good field and, um, love my job and don't see myself going anywhere so what's the absolute soonest you would want to move um probably a year i, I think it, i'm only always about proof of concept if you can create a scenario in which you positively cash flow eighteen hundred dollars a month plus whatever your, your uh home equity line payment would be then then you can do it. What you can't do is just assume, well, we make a hell of a lot of money. Uh, we should be able to afford this. And by the way, the bank's letting us do it, so it can't be bad. If, <laughs> if you let that happen, man, I mean, you're going to be calling back in two years and we're going to be fixing stuff. Right now, we're not fixing anything. Right, right. Um, and like you said, I have a lot of rope to hang myself here with. And, um, How much do you have in savings? It's just, um, so I have... I have kind of sixteen hundred. I probably have thirty two hundred. My kind of emergency fund. Yeah. Um, and then I also kind of wanted to get to my. I'm eligible for my firm's four hundred and one k now. Okay. Um, so I have I have about twenty five thousand five hundred in my former employer's four hundred and one k. Okay. Um, and I also have a Roth four hundred and one k that I have a little over a thousand dollars in because I just started it. Okay. Um, so um, I'm I'm a big fan of obviously never leaving money on the table when it comes to those four on Ks. Um, do you have a Do you have any um, a threshold or a guide on how much you should be contributing to a Roth if you also have the the traditional four hundred one K? Generally, you should max out the Roth if you're if you can and you're under forty five okay. years old. Okay. So uh, let's say I mean, do you think of your one hundred twenty thousand dollar income? You could put away ten percent of that a year into your Retirement plans, or do you think you won't be that aggressive? Um, no, I, I, that's the goal. All right, so um, it, the, the, go ahead. And just, I think that's whether it becomes a lifestyle change or not. I'm obviously married now, not not spending my money all at the bars anymore. So I think I think it's definitely doable. What do you have to go to the bars for? Your roommate was the catch. This is turning into right? a bad romantic <laughs> comedy. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Uh, do you look like Tom Hanks or anything? Or no? Uh, I guess he, I was, know of. he was sort of the rom-com guy of the eight. Who's in the rom? Who's the, oh, you got to look like, what's his face? Ryan Reynolds. Do you look like Ryan Reynolds? Uh, I don't even know who that is. It's the I'm, Deadpool, I'm Deadpool guy. You know, he's a... Oh, I, I get Chatham Tating sometimes. Chatham Tating or whatever. Chatham Tatum? No one even knows. I get, uh, yeah, people no are like, does. Pete, you look like Reba McIntyre. And I'm like, thank you? It's <laughs> really weird. Uh, if you put in, tw you have twenty six thousand five hundred your name. You have a thousand dollars a month going towards your investments. Your million dollar day at that pace is April twenty seventh of twenty forty. Okay. Which here's the weird thing. You guys are in a great real estate position, but you're also on the verge of being incredibly cash poor, based on you have a three hundred and twenty thousand dollar thing. This is going to get uncomfortable. 
that you didn't create yourself. Sure. Right. And so it's going to, especially since you own it outright, you can leverage it for good or you can leverage it for indulgence. And my worry here is that you very easily, I'm very easily could piss this opportunity away and create, I mean, you have $3,200 of an emergency fund, which means to me, anyone trying to consider moving into a $500,000 house with $3,200 of emergency fund, you're just asking for some heinous thing to go wrong. That's super expensive. Okay. You know? Yeah, absolutely. No, I appreciate that insight. Oh, that's what I say to people when I disagree. Um, so no, no, I, I don't disagree at all. I'm, no, I'm I don't. calling for advice. Oh, this is good. So, are you gonna let her listen to this or not? Yeah, I'm definitely gonna let her listen to it. Gosh. I think it'll be nice for her. Oh. I love you, babe. <laughs> oh my God, was that to me or her? Because this Maybe would be a both. bad time to be like, "Hey, I'm really into beat the planner." Um, all right. So, <laughs> does she have any money saved? Um, she has some in a retirement account, but not, okay. no, she does not. All right. So here's here, I guess here's my final conclusion to this, unless you have other questions. I, I think if you can bust your humps for 12 months and surplus a tremendous amount of money every single month for 12 month months, and you can prove that your idea can work, then do it. But what could happen if you don't do that is that you could still be allowed to do what you want to do, but you're going to seal your fate. And that's what I don't want to happen. Sure. I'll put myself in a corner. It's weird. When you make $120,000 a year, you've got a $320,000 asset to leverage. People let you do a lot of dumb stuff. I mean, I don't want to pull out the mo money, mo problem situation, but I, I will say you can get yourself into a lot bigger trouble than someone that makes $35,000 and has 500 bucks to their name. Good point. I like to think so. Um, yeah. What else? Anything else? Um, I think that's it. You could start a dating website based on rumen with I, the, someone of the opposite sex. <laughs> I'll match them by pictures. Oh my gosh! It just—it's a realtor. It's for realtors. You just like take the filter filters off the realtors' photos, and then match them up based on which sports teams they like. Perfect. It's a million dollar idea right there. I, I mean, my million dollar day is today. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you uh, for coming on the show, Aaron. And I got an, I have to know what goes down with this. So if you can remember when you're at the closing table buying a $900,000 house next summer, be sure to shoot me an email with the pained look on your face. Okay. Yeah. And I know who to blame now too. So this is great. <laughs> Perfect. Now, uh, uh, hi, honey. Hi, Mrs. Aaron. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not her. It's not her. All right. Thanks, Aaron. All right. Thanks a lot. If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money life, then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. It's not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult Avangel Divisor. Release from Everest. The fresh is fresh. And you can call me E.T. Word to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing. So amazing. I'm the reason. Uh, salutations. I bring you love, trying greetings. From a faraway land, I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone. So enjoy yourself. Love Tron can restore your health. I bring you greetings, uh, salutations. How you doing? And is that how y'all say it?
the tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little little star i sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world out of this world spaceship on my arm took me home filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol stronger than the skynet and the terminator i push faders into warp speed glide with ease creating a breeze they call a black hole event horizon no rear view concerns this i adjourn and beats i burn this i adjourn and beats i burn Salutations, I bring you love, trying greetings from a far away land. I am the sole controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, try can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it? 